Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex P. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, Saturday, December the 9th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and we are back, joined once again by Zach Urban, back with us on another Saturday edition of the show. And playing through pain. This is a hockey show, after all. And you got to play through injury. You got to play through pain. You got to play when you're less than 100% sometimes. Zach is doing that today, gutting it out for us here uh, on this edition of the Ice Guys. Zach, welcome back. How are you? I'm great, guys. How are you? Good. Well, aside from the uh, sciatic back pain you yeah, are that, currently great, experiencing. But... Yeah. All good, no doubt. Um, what a day yesterday. We'll be brief because it's a huge card. We'll jump right into the games. But just briefly on last night, 2-0 and sweep with the bargain bin special of the night. And look, it's gold just having one of the two cash when Alex and I give out a bargain bin play. But to have both of them cash last night, I was on Adam Fantilli for the Columbus Blue Jackets, plus 380. He ends up scoring in the first period against St. Louis. And then Alex really went into the bargain bin, looked at Evan Bouchard for the Edmonton Oilers, plus 500. Not only does he score, he scores in the first period, and he scores the first <coughs> goal of the game. And he ended up having a two-goal night uh, and a terrific – I think he had three or four points last night as well for Edmonton uh, in their 4-3 victory against Minnesota. So he had a ter- terrific night. So that is plus – you do the math, that's plus 880 worth of winners with the two bargain bin specials. Uh, of the night last night. So that was awesome to see a miracle upon miracles for me with the blues and blue jackets over six and a half last night. We'll take it. It got there somehow with a lot of late goals in the third period, including empty net uh, magic uh, in the final two minutes. So five two Columbus. That was nice to me to see that I needed some good luck for a change with that. And we finally got some with that uh, best bet on St. Louis Columbus over six and a half last night. The team total for Edmonton cashed in. It was a pretty good night uh, overall. And the Pittsburgh Penguins just, they will, I, I'm convinced they're never going to score a fucking power play goal again uh, at this point. Like this is, it's, what is it, 0 for 36 now? Uh, after last night's game against Florida, they lose again 3-1. to 1. Uh, no, A team meeting didn't do anything. Still another loss, another dormant night offensively uh, for the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, and a power play that just can't get out of their own way. Alex, uh, some thoughts from you on the Friday slate. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really nice to hit for both of us to hit our bargain bet winners, but especially on a short Friday card, where there's not a lot of great things. Uh, but we both like those spots. And to get them to cash early, I think uh, Fantilli was the first goal for, for Columbus, if I'm not mistaken, right, in that first period. So, so both of us getting uh, the first goal for each of their respective teams. And like I said, it's just super lucky to get the uh, – that magic uh, Second goal. Catch, Actually, you know? Fantilli got the second goal. Yeah, Right, second goal of the game, right. And that was the double tied up. So that was, that was Columbus. Yeah. I think that was their first. But, yeah. yeah. But uh, – and so in looking at the, that Edmonton game with, with, with Minnesota, I was really happy with that game. The only thing that I missed was, the, was both teams to score in the first period. But other than that, the way that I called it on the show was was perfect to a T. I was waiting for Minnesota to jump out to a lead. Uh, of course, we had the crazy second period where you had about three, you know, three goals in the span of about you know a minute and a half. Uh, then you know tying the game up, but we had enough time to where Minnesota <clears> jumped <throat> out and got a lead. But you could still see the momentum was mostly on Edmonton's side. 
we were able to let, let that money line number get up to plus 160, and then we hammered on that. Edmonton comes back to tie it. They come back to win it and get the 4-3 win. So those, those are the spots we'd love to see, especially when attacking live betting, uh, having those things kind of line up, line up for us. So they have Bouchard and get the live winner in that game. I was very thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was great to see that uh, come through. Uh, no question uh, about that. Zach, how much of the games did you see last night? Any thoughts, takeaways you have from last night? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I didn't really get to watch too much of it. My friend was at the Edmonton game, though, so I was a little bit jealous of that. But I had a Christmas party to attend to with my girlfriend last night with her coworkers, I guess. So, yeah, missed the whole slate pretty much for me. <laughs> I hope it was fun, though, those Christmas parties. <laughs> it was parties. a pretty good time. <laughs> It can get a little spicy uh, every now yeah, and then. No yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, it was a long time. Like the last time I was at a work party, a Christmas work party, was like the last office job I had. And that's like 13 years ago now. So uh, it feels like, uh, yeah, uh, I've been out of that scene, the old work Christmas party for Yeah, long, you're not missing time. much, buddy. Yeah, that's what that's what happens when you just work for yourself now for the last day. <clears throat> this stuff that we love, though. All right, Saturday's card. We've got three matinee affairs, three games in the afternoon, and it begins at the top of the hour with Arizona and Boston. we got the Bruins, minus 220 home favorites, five and a half the total here in this game. The Bruins still going through this flu bug, flu illness bug, whatever you want to call it, going through their dressing room right now. And this is a, a team that looked like they were playing under the weather uh, the other night uh, against the uh, Buffalo Sabres. They just didn't look right. They didn't look well uh, at all. They got badly outplayed, badly outshot by the Buffalo <clears> Sabres <throat> at home. So that pretty much tells you all you need to know. Uh, about you know just how much they're they're going through you know a little they're playing through it like nobody's sick badly enough that they're missing time and out of the lineup but you no know, you can tell collectively the team's got a little something going through um, the, the the team right now as far as an illness uh, is concerned uh, there's also an injury concern for the uh, Boston Bruins uh, going into uh, this game this afternoon hosting the Arizona Coyotes and that's the status of Charlie McAvoy and we know he is. Uh, hands down, the best defenseman on this team. He is out for Boston with an upper body injury. So he will not play this afternoon uh, for the Bruins. So that's a big loss for them. Uh, Linus Allmark confirmed in net for the uh, Bruins. And one of the hottest goalies in the National Hockey League right now confirmed in net for the Arizona Coyotes. And Connor Ingram, who is back in between the pipes, he's had a spectacular few weeks, really a month, uh, of really solid play in between the pipes for Arizona. He'll get the start for them today uh, in this game. Configuration <clears throat> for the uh, Bruins here on the blue line, minus Charlie McAvoy today. And it means you're going to probably see more minutes for Hampus Lindholm, Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzlick, Kevin Shattenkirk, uh, Ian Mitchell draws into the lineup, Mason Lowride, Mason Lowride back into the uh, uh, mix again uh, on the blue line for uh, Boston. Uh, if you're wondering who's going to man the power play for Boston without McAvoy on the number one unit, that's going to be Hampus Lindholm stepping into that role for the uh, Bruins. So just from a prop standpoint, this might be the day maybe if you're going to look at, uh, you know, uh, McAvoy now vacates that role. Lindholm takes it over. Lindholm might have some value in his player props uh, here today as a result of that. We always talk about Zaka and Coyle. They've been very consistent for this team as far as offensive uh, play is concerned. And for Arizona, Prop-wise, Michael Carcone with his 12 goals on the season, uh, even though he's only on the third line, he's been great. So, And you can get plus 560 at Batano, the Ontario one, uh, with him to score a goal. So incredible value there for um, Michael Carcone once again today for the Arizona Coyotes. I think this is just too big a number 
too big of a price on Boston right now with, you know, the, the, the flu bug, the illness that's going through the team. They're without their best defenseman. Arizona's a scrappy team, feisty. They've played really good hockey. They've got great goaltending from Ingram. I see this as a very tight, competitive game, and I think Arizona's got a puncher's chance. So this is dog and draw for me. Going to go Arizona plus 205. Going to go with Arizona-Boston draw as well at plus 380. Uh, at FanDuel. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Coyotes, Bruins. Yeah, draw makes a lot of sense, too, because I'm looking at a lot of these one-goal, uh, you know, uh, decisions. And, you know, Boston had a stranglehold in the Coyotes for a while, but they finally were able to snap that streak that the Yotes had uh, beaten them at home last year. And I think this is a, a good spot here back Arizona. We got Ingram in net. Like I said, we've been riding him hot. Uh, you're getting plus 180. You're getting a Boston team that – We've seen them kind of had some slow starts in some of these day games. That's the one thing. Boston has way more experience playing early than Arizona. Also, they're in the East Coast, so it's a little bit of a time clock difference as well, body clock difference. I, I think none of that's going to matter here. I think the Yotes are good enough to, to overcome those small intangibles and having the fact that the Bruins are <laughs> already ill and missing a key player like McAvoy, there's enough here to where we can bet on the Yotes. So I like the Yotes plus 180. Draw makes sense. It didn't make my card, but I also did take a shot with the first period over one and a half minus a dollar twenty. We're just going with that, not going with both teams to score. Uh, strong thirteen and six run to the first period over the last nineteen meetings with these two teams. So give me the first period over and give me the Yokes to pull the upset. That's a strong trend, yeah. So the Arizona Boston, the last nineteen head-to-head meetings, thirteen of them have gone over the first period total. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Zach, what do you like in here, if anything? Coyotes and Bruins. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit on the over. Uh, I think Boston's going to come out hot to start, and then I think Arizona's going to kind of claw back a little bit, pick away at it, just because Boston seems to have pretty good starts at home, and on those matinee days, they seem to be pretty good at the start. So I think Arizona will weather the storm a little bit. So I think I'm just going to stick with the over on it, though. Yeah, and again, the total's only five and a half. So, you know, and I always say, if you can make any sort of case or any sort of excuse to bet over at five and a half, do it. Yeah, I'm just hoping that Ingram doesn't stand on his head today because that's gonna that'll hurt the over in my opinion. But he's been good, man. Really good. Been. Yeah, we've talked about this, Alex and I repeatedly. This is the best goal uh, hockey he's played here in the NHL. All right, the second of three afternoon games. This is at 4 p.m. Eastern, late afternoon start. Uh, playoff rematch: uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Dallas Stars. Vegas minus 130 road favorites. Six the total here in this game. Uh, this is getting to the point where, uh, that you have to consider this. Uh, if I, I think I've got this price wrong. Yeah, I do. I've got the wrong team. Okay, here we go. We'll change that. I was going to say Vegas is not favored here. Dallas is favored. So Vegas is uh, round. Actually, it's going up actually right now. Minus 130. Yeah, no, minus 130 uh, on Dallas. There we go. We'll just fix the uh, graphic there. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Dallas minus 130 home favorites. Six the total here in this game uh, tonight uh, as for this afternoon. Um, Vegas, it's getting to the point of ownage for them over Dallas. Obviously, they had the playoff series win last uh, season uh, in the uh, Western Conference final. Uh, and they've had two regular season meetings this year since last year's playoff series, and both of them won by Vegas. So uh, if you're Dallas, you've uh, you pretty much had it up to here with the Vegas Golden Knights uh, <laughs> coming into this game here uh, this afternoon as Vegas has just done uh, a great job head-to-head. Uh, Vegas beat Dallas 3-2 in a shootout October 17th, uh, and Vegas won in overtime 2-1 uh, on November 22nd. So not only does Vegas have the West final victory, they're 2-0 head-to-head against Dallas uh, so far this year. Um, you look at Dallas, you know, obviously they're going to be amped up 
You know, they got history with this team. I think they're probably sick of losing to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, and they're coming off a 5-4 shootout win. But you look at the schedule here. They've played th- uh, three straight road games in a short period of time. Uh, they played three games in four nights. And this is actually going to be their fourth game now in six nights, coming back off the road from three uh, after three road games. So not a great spot to be laying a price here with uh, this Dallas Stars team, especially considering how Vegas has just dominated them uh, here, playoffs and so far this season. But more than anything else, this is just not a team I'm interested in going against right now, the Vegas Golden Knights, for one very clear reason. The dad's trip and the absolute dominance that the Vegas Golden Knights have had with the fathers joining them uh, on a road trip to the tune of 8-0-1. Eight wins and one overtime slash shootout loss in nine games in franchise history that the Vegas Golden Knights have done the dad's trip. It's an unbelievable mark. Um, and look, every... I think when their dads are with them on the dad's trip, they want to play well, they want to win, they want to put their best foot forward, but it's not always the case. You're not always going to win every game. This team has managed to do that pretty much. 8-0-1 again for the Vegas Golden Knights on their dad's trip historically uh, over the last few years. And of course, the dad's trip for them started in St. Louis the other night uh, in which they got a comeback. And look, that's probably a reason why they won that, came back and won that game and had the incentive to come back and win that game because it didn't start well. They were down 3-1 against St. Louis, and they roared back with five unanswered to win 6-3 to against the St. Louis Blues to start this uh, dad's trip. So uh, going to be interesting to see how this one goes for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights now, the second uh, part of this. Uh, it's a mini road trip because actually they go back home and they face uh, San Jose uh, tomorrow night after this. So this is a very, very short trip here for uh, the um, Vegas Golden Knights going into uh, this game. So uh, we'll see how it uh, goes here with with them uh, here against the uh, Dallas Stars. But I'm going to go with Vegas here, plus 110 uh, in this game, short underdog price. And I also like the draw here as well. You can't deny what we have seen with Vegas and Dallas head-to-head. Two regular season meetings this year, and both of them passed regulation, one in overtime, one in a shootout. So it's a Vegas and draw split for me here in this game. Uh, Alex should be a good one. Uh, what do you like in here, Vegas, Dallas? Yeah, and I do like the draw in this spot. I grabbed this one kind of small, but I'm staying off of the side. And I know the Vegas dad strip, uh, like I said, that, that's a very strong angle. Cash for us uh, last year. Like I said, the cash to the tune of 8 0 oh, 1. But I can see where this might be uh, a close game. And if this goes OT, but like I said, the history of these two teams, I can see where Dallas might. Really gear up and want to try to get that second point should this one go past regulation. So uh, staying off of a, of a side for now, just playing the draw. Also, it's Dallas got to run with a 15-4 trend to that first period over. I grabbed that over one and a half minus $1.25. This is a game I would maybe look to possibly sprinkle on both teams to score it, but you got to get plus 160 or higher for that because Vegas, we know how they're a little susceptible times to you know, tightening things up a little bit early. The Kings of the first period under as of right now. So we're relying more on Dallas to get that offense rolling and hopefully kind of draw the fight out of them. So I like that first period over a little bit more than both teams. The chat's onto it as well. Um, Mason Marchment, we've been betting Mason Marchment almost every game lately for the Dallas Stars to score. He didn't score the other night, but did a couple nights ago. Uh, and, you know, you're still getting plus 370 uh, with him to uh, score a goal at FanDuel. So still the prices for how good he has been the last couple weeks, 380 actually at FanDuel, just outstanding price there. So you got to go back to the well with it, no question. Speaking of Mason Marchment, our uh, guest here, Zach, 
uh, he took Mason Marchment as a bargain bin special, of course, in his debut appearance uh, on the ice, guys. So uh, good vibes going with Mason Marchment. Everyone, essentially, good vibes with Mason Marchment on this show. Zach, what do you think <clears throat> here, Golden Knight Stars? Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm leaning towards Vegas. Uh, those stats, it's kind of hard to deny those with the dad's trip. It's pretty insane. Um, I think it's going to be a little tight, too, so I'd probably sprinkle a little bit on the draw as well. Look at the history of these two teams. Uh, I think I'd probably put a little bit player prop on Sagan as well over a point. I like the way he's been playing lately. It really doesn't seem like he's slowing down. It seems like he likes hockey again, which is good to see as he is pretty miserable for a few years there for sure. But That's a good way to put it. He actually, because there's been times where Tyler Sagan is like, is there any joy in this for you, man? Yeah, you could see it on his face. Like, and they, you know, he was getting publicized pretty bad with Jamie Benn. I don't know what year it was, but they were getting ripped apart pretty hard in the media. And it's kind of been nice for those guys with the players that Dallas has been able to bring in and how good they've been to kind of get the pressure off those guys. And now those guys are kind of filling the void that they need to fill at that time in their career. So it's made Dallas a pretty dangerous team for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Definitely would uh, agree with that. Uh, And like I say, Sagan's playing well. That's another good player prop if you're going to look in the Dallas uh, direction at anything. Sagan with four points in the last six games. Uh, entering this matchup here this afternoon against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. You know, Vegas for them lately, it's been kind of more by committee. You know, we've really been waiting for the Eichels and the Marcia Sows and the big guns to really start rolling for them. I mean, Carlson continues to be one of the better offensive uh, options for them right now. Even Michael Amadio, you know, close shave bar, Bashev. Those three in particular, I would consider, you know, them as some value uh, options. But finally, in the St. Louis win, we saw Eichel and Marsha, so both contribute and score in the same game. That hasn't always happened lately for the Golden Knights, so we'll see if that gets them going a little bit. All right, next up, another afternoon game, the last of the afternoon games uh, today on this Saturday slate, New Jersey Devils, Calgary Flames. Uh, We've got New Jersey minus 120, road favorites, six and a half the total in this game. Uh, if you watch Devils Kraken the other night, the ESPN late game, uh, oh. Devils got away with one against Seattle. They got badly no badly outchanced. Uh, and, and that's just Seattle is just, as we said, they're snake bit right now. They can't buy a win. They play great, they lose. They play awful, they lose. That's Seattle right now. They just can't buy one. But I definitely saw positive signs from them. New Jersey got away with it, and it was a brilliant effort in that. Brilliant, in fact, from Akira Schmidt, especially in the third period. He was absolutely spectacular. And if that's not incentive for Lindy Ruff to finally say, got to roll with him now, he has clearly outplayed Vitek Vanacek lately. Not even debatable right now that Schmid's been better than Vitek Vanacek. So it's going to be fascinating to see how this um, New Jersey team plays here this afternoon again, or who they go with in net. Nobody's confirmed yet. So it's a hard game to move on from a betting perspective right now until we know who's in net, really on both sides. Because if it's Vanacek and Vladar, that's an over just waiting to happen uh, with the Devils and the Flames if it's those two goalies right now. Because neither one's had a great season. Vladar for Calgary and obviously Vanacek for New Jersey. Their stats but, are almost identical. Yeah. For who? Crazy. Both go, they have an 877 save percentage and one's got a 345 goals against and one's got a 360. Yeah, that's oh, not wow. good. It's basically El Stinko. Uh, is yeah. what you're saying for both of those guys right now. Not good enough uh, as far as goaltending goal from either one. But uh, there's also, I think this could go either way. This could be Vanacek Ladar. This could be Vanacek Dustin Wolf maybe getting another start because he was so good against Carolina in the third period the other night. It could be uh, Schmid and 
Vladar, it could be Schmidt and Wolf. I mean, it could be different. Everything's open. Everything's on the table here, I think, uh, in this Devils-Flames game. I still am interested in the over, even like Schmidt and Wolf would concern me a little bit for the over. Schmidt's obviously played a little bit better lately than um, Vanacek and Wolf. When he's on his game, he's going to be he's going to be a good one long term uh, in this league uh, as a future number one goalie. But you can't deny the series history either. Uh, and the series history with the Devils versus the Flames, my good, especially in Calgary. Look at these games in Calgary since 2017. 5-4, five, 9-4. Four, Five, two, six, three, four, three. I mean, one bonanza after another as far as scoring. There were the last four or five meetings in Calgary between the Devils and the Flames. That's hard to ignore that. So I think I like the over regardless, but I really like it if we get a Vanacek sighting in net and possibly Vladar sighting in net for Calgary uh, as well. So definitely like this over. Might sprinkle on the draw because you look another draw. And now it's, uh, I, I swear I'm not betting every draw today. It's just the way it's worked out here in the first three games. But the draw, I think, makes some sense here. Calgary's playing a lot of close games. Look at Calgary lately. 3-2 with Carolina. 4-3 with Vancouver. Overtime games at home against Dallas and Vegas. You know, they are playing really tight and close competitive games right now. So the draw does make sense to me. And same with Jersey. Jersey had the overtime win against Philly. The Islander game almost went to overtime. The Vancouver and the Seattle games, the last two for Jersey, almost went to overtime. One goal game both of them so i do think the draw is in play here plus 360 at FanDuel, and i like the over a little bit here uh, in this game as well like the over a lot more if we get the goalies i'm hoping for uh what do you think here alex good one new jersey calgary yeah this will be a good one like you said everything's kind of up in the air because of the fact that we don't know who the goalies are and, and you know this is one of those rare things where normally okay if in this spot it wouldn't matter i can just go to my notes and just kind of see you know whoever whichever combination we get kind of plug and play but we're talking about such a wide variance. Dustin Wolf, numbers aside, is the better of the four goalies that we could see out of this combination. Dan Vladar is the worst. So now when you have that kind of split, I have to kind of juggle around. Okay, like I said, Vanacek's not in the best of form right now. He's the guy we're looking for more for overs. But at the same time, if it's Vladar, I'd love to take New Jersey, but I'm not taking New Jersey money line with Vanacek. I'd rather have Schmidt. So, until we get something settled out, I'll play this. This will be something I'll tweet out. But uh, right now, I've got nothing. I need I need some some questions answered. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, Cuban, you've uh, touched and hit on on the chat what I was about to get to as far as props. Uh, Connor Zary, you got to bet right now for Calgary as well. He's been excellent. He's been absolutely terrific for the Calgary Flames. He's I think had points in the majority of his games since he's been <clears> called <throat> up and put in the lineup by Ryan Huska. Uh, and he continues to be doing a nice job. But you're right. That's the obvious one. And that's the one I was going to mention. Yes, we've got the Tyler Toffoli return to Calgary. Now as a member of the New Jersey Devils, you know how uncanny it is that the team, the player against his former team, especially the first game against his former team, how he ends up making an impact, scoring a goal, uh, making something happen offensively. Not great. I mean, it's only plus 180 for uh, Tyler Toffoli uh, to score a goal. Uh, but I think you got to look in that direction, even with the price not as good as our, uh, the the bigger plus money we usually like to look for. But still, I think it's worth a look. And same with Igor Sharon Govich. This guy's eventually going to break through offensively. He can't play on the top line as many games in a row as this guy has uh, and not ex eventually expect it, the puck to go in. And he's had chances. I've seen it. He's had chances. The puck's just not going in. Goalie's stopping him. He hit the crossbar once or twice the last week or two. Um, but look, he's playing his old team. They traded him away. 
uh, from New Jersey to Calgary and that Toffoli deal. So I think both sides of the equation here. Toffoli for Jersey against his old team. Sharon Govich for Calgary against his old team. Definitely good props here uh, in this game. Zach, what do you think about your Flamers here in <clears throat> New Jersey? Yeah, I think I'm going to ride the over on this one. I think Vanacek's going to get the start because New Jersey's playing in Edmonton tomorrow and then they get a couple days off before they're playing Boston. So unless something's going on with Schmidt or Schmidt, whatever his name is, which I don't think there's probably anything going on with the way he's been playing. So it only makes sense for me on that side. So that's why I'm thinking the over. Like you said, uh, Zary's been probably one of the most exciting Flames players to watch. So that's something that I've kind of been watching and looking at. So I think it's going to be a good game. I like to fully score in against the Flames. Like you said, too, that seems to be a prominent thing. So hopefully it's not a comebacker for the Flames. I just want to see a good, entertaining game. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, this is a, this is a hard side for me. Um, you know, I'll tell you what, if it's if it's like I say it. It, the, the one combination I could I could see b betting on New Jersey would be Schmid versus Vladar. That's the one where I could see maybe lean in New Jersey pretty hard. But if it's Vanacek versus Wolf, I lean Calgary really hard in this game. Uh, that's the way uh, I look at it here. That's why I think the draw just right for now, just the draw for now, just the over um, in this game. Uh, no question about that. Yeah, Beachy Cuban, great question. He's back with us after the All-Star break, essentially, because he's doing a lot of shit right now, training, coaching, uh, all that stuff on weekends. Um, so, like, he already told me a long time ago, Kevin, that um, he'd have a tough time joining us on the show first half of the season. But, yeah, post-All-Star uh, post break, second half and postseason, he'll be back, definitely in the rotation. Uh, our guy, Kevin Beach, the player prop master, because we know player props are definitely – uh, his thing as far as uh, betting is concerned. All right, let's get to the rest of the games. We've got uh, evening matchups now, Ottawa and Detroit. Uh, we've got the uh, Detroit Red Wings, minus 125, uh, home favorites, uh, six and a half the total uh, here in this game. Um, this is an obvious over for me personally uh, with these two teams right here. Now, unfortunately, uh, it's juiced pretty heavy. I mean, and I know in Alex's case, if he likes the over here, he's probably going to wait for something live. But uh, over six and a half around minus 135, minus 140 in some spots is what we're looking at here. Uh, but definitely this is a this is a full game over. This is a both teams to score in the first period kind of game. Uh, as well, in my opinion, tonight. Now, the one concern is, look, Detroit had a 4 nothing lead. They blew it uh, and gave up four goals in the very same period. So maybe they really try to shore up defensively, play a tight, tight game tonight. But I just don't know if it's in them right now to do it because they have been flying over the total, especially their last uh, three games, 5-4, plus they're scoring in bunches right now. This Detroit team, their last seven games, they have scored at least four goals in six of the last uh, or seven of the last eight games, rather, uh, going into this game tonight. So absolutely, I think we'll see goals galore, both sides. So first period, both teams to score over six and a half full game. Feel like good looks here for me in this game tonight with the Sens and the Red Wings, I believe, as well. Series history has been huge over the total as well. Eight and two in the last 10 meetings to the over between the Senators and Red Wings, including four straight overs, 6-2, six, 6-1, six, 5-2, 5-4. Uh, in the last four meetings. So everything points to over. It's better not be one of those games where it's 3-1 at the end of the night. But uh, I, I'd be surprising. Let's put it that way if that's the case. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Senators, Red Wings. So, yeah, I'm going teams to score in the first period, plus 135. It's a little bit shorter than, than what we like, but we'll grab that. 
like I said, that's the best way to attack the first period. And as far as full game over goes, we're looking for either a six in game at plus money or five and a half laying the 130. If you're going to lay 130, you might as well get a full goal off and lay that. So we can, I think we can wait within three or four minutes and be able to either get the six at plus money or get that five and a half laying the price. And that will go over. All right, good stuff. Yeah, Brady Kachuk, Cuban, he's loving scoring everywhere right now, uh, on the road everywhere uh, at the moment for the uh, uh, for the Ottawa Senators. So anything with him is probably a solid look right now. Giroux is starting to heat up for them. Tarasenko got out of his funk uh, a couple nights ago. Uh, Tim Stutzla has just been – and Norris have been – Norris is starting to get it going again. And Tim Stutzla just from start to finish has been ultra consistent uh, for Detroit. Again, I, I say go back to the well with it because if anything, Kane's going to get more comfortable. And Debrinket, I, I think Debrinket is going to play well tonight because Debrinket, shockingly, he had a very quiet night by his standards against you know a San Jose team where it seemed like everybody was involved for Detroit except him. He had a very very subpar quiet night uh, against San Jose. I would go back to that. You know, we got a plus 300 same game parlay the other night with that Kane assist to Brinkett goal, uh, same game parlay. I think it still makes a lot of sense. Kane looking to facilitate to Brinkett the finisher. Uh, you could see that. So uh, maybe give that parlay a shot one more time tonight. Kane assist to Brinkett goal. Uh, Joe Valeno's on that line as well. Once again, uh, probably worth a look. Robbie Fabry goes without saying. We've talked Robbie Fabry endlessly with Detroit every single game lately. He's been absolutely outstanding with Larkin and Raymond. So keep an eye on those guys. Maybe uh, there's a little sleeper. We've talked about that Sprong, 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 Sprong. We've talked about him. But how about Michael Rasmussen, <clears throat> the uh, Detroit Red Wings? He's got three goals and four points in the last two games. So there's a new bargain bin uh, candidate that's entered the mix here for Detroit the last two games, Michael Rasmussen. So maybe a little sleeper, a little flyer on him uh, as well tonight in this game. Uh, what do you think here, Zach? Good one here, Ottawa-Detroit. Yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. That well, I don't know what San Jose has been drinking lately, but both those last games they've had comebacks on yeah. both their wins. So that was pretty insane. But I don't really have anything on this game too much. I think I'm going to throw a little bit on Patty Kane to score. I think he's going to get a little more comfortable tonight. So. That's kind of what I like. I'm also a Patty Kane fan, so that's the only money I'm putting on this game is for Patty Kane to get his first as a wing at home. So maybe even like a put a little on power play point. Yeah, That'd no be a doubt. Bad play either. Yeah, I absolutely could see that happening. No question. I think he's only at like plus one eighty for any time goal score. I would assume like power play point. I've seen some. I've seen plus two thirties and plus two forties, which I'm like, wow, it's pretty interesting. Obviously, that's the lowest you'll see Kane. Uh, listed, but if he, I, my thing is that if he goes plus two forty at Sports Interaction Canadian book, but yeah, plus oh, two forty nice. is the best I see right now. Yeah, if, if, yeah, if he continues one. to struggle, we might start seeing him in that bargain bin range. Yeah, which is yeah. odd to think about. Coming soon to a bargain bin special of the uh, night segment here on the Ice Guys. Patrick Kane at plus three fifty, maybe in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, hope maybe, not. maybe. <laughs> not good for Detroit or for him for that matter. If he goes that fucking long without scoring. Uh, that's for I sure. I think they'll be all right. I think Detroit's undercover, pretty good team. I don't know what happened in that last yeah. game, but they've been playing some good hockey. I think they're scoring at the second highest rate in the NHL right now. So we'll see. Maybe the Lion will have another really good game tonight, and they'll start riding him a little bit more. 
yeah, he's going to get, like I say, he's coming off hip surgery. So we've got to be somewhat patient with him, let yeah. him get his sea legs under him. And I'm sure eventually you're going to see, you know, improved play as uh, things go on. I don't think we have goalies confirmed yet here in this. We have Lyon actually confirmed uh, in net for the uh, Detroit Red Wings and Jonas Corposalo uh, in goal for the uh, Ottawa Senators. You know, Alex Lyon is making a case for more playing time. And this is not an indictment of uh, Huso. And remember, Huso just had uh, a son uh, or his, his wife uh, gave birth to their kid, their son, and he returned from that uh, the last game. And I, yeah, probably not his best effort against San Jose, clearly. But, yeah, Lyon has been good. Lyon's been really solid in net for the uh, Red Wings. That's the one concern I'd have about the over, but I still think it can get there uh, in um, uh, with as far as goals tonight in this game. All right, Nashville and Toronto. We've got the Leafs minus 160 home favorites, uh, six and a half the total uh, in this one here. Uh, the Leafs, some credit to them. I mean, that was a game where Joe Wold gets injured. Uh, he leaves the game. Martin Jones has to take over uh, in between the pipes for the Leafs against Ottawa. Uh, they gut it out. They find a way to hang on for a 4-3 win uh, against the Senators the other night. And we found a confirmation earlier from uh, Sheldon Keefe that it's going to be week to week, week to week for uh, Joe Wold. So it's not season ending. They're not even saying it maybe a full month or two that he's out. It could just be a couple of weeks. So. It kind of sounds like the Leafs have escaped anything, you know, the worst case scenario. They've escaped that with Joe Wall, uh, which is great news for them because he's played so well for uh, the Leafs uh, since uh, he's been uh, obviously uh, up with the team here at the NHL level. He's been really solid. Uh, Ilya Samsonov looks like he's going to be a net and returning from an illness, a long illness absence for the uh, Leafs. So we'll see how he fares. He hasn't had a great season. And he hasn't started uh, in a game since November the 24th. I mean, that's nearly two weeks ago, uh, the last time we saw Samsonov in a game. So it's been a long time uh, for him. And again, his numbers this year, he's got a 4-1 and record, believe it or not, like a solid win-loss record, but he doesn't have the stats to go with it. 3.58 goals against 878 save percentage. So he's missed the last few games with this illness. He's finally back, feeling healthy again, 100%, and back in net tonight for the Leafs. Uh, we'll see who's in net for Nashville. Starting to get a hint we could see uh, Kevin Lankinen tonight in net for Nashville. Remember, they're on a back-to-back. -back. They're in Montreal uh, tomorrow night. So uh, it's going to be either Lankinen or Soros, but I'm seeing projections that it might be Lankinen uh, getting the start here for uh, Nashville tonight uh, in this game. That being said, the Leafs, whenever they're laying this kind of price, again, especially when they're playing a non-conference team, do you know how many home games they've lost in this scenario? They've lost a bunch of them. You know, I wouldn't feel comfortable with the Leafs. I think, you know, in this spot, um, Nashville plus price is worth a small look. Draw goes without saying. I said it the other day, Toronto Maple draws. And that game nearly did go to overtime uh, against Ottawa the other night. Uh, Leafs hanging on, just narrowly missed OT in that Leafs-Senators game uh, on Thursday night. But prior to that, this has been a Leaf team that's been just one close game after another one overtime game after another. Toronto still has gone to OT or shootout in five of their last seven games. So they're five and two to the draw, cashing uh, in the last seven games. So for me, this is going to be a Nashville and draw split, probably a little bit on the over too. I don't love the over in this game, but a little bit on it here over six and a half uh, in this one with the Preds and the Leafs. Maybe a first period, both teams to score. We know we have seen that from Nashville games lately uh, in the first period as well. So a little first period BTTS, little over six and a half, but primarily Nashville and draw split for me 
here tonight. What do you think here, Alex? Predators, Leafs. Yeah, definitely still riding the draw with the Leafs. Got that at plus 335 uh, this morning at Online. Also going with that both teams to score in the first period. You can get that at plus 150. And like the first period over, laying $1.40. We'll grab it early uh, with that, that first period over. <clears throat> we had one and a half. Uh, like I said, you know, this is a Nashville team with Kevin Lankinen. They have been fairly well, but I think his regression is his true regression is about to come. We're going to see him lay a couple of eggs in some of these starts. This could be one of those spots. Like you can't trust Toronto at home on a Saturday night. They usually have these moments where they'll, you know, find themselves down three one after twenty minutes, and then all of a sudden bounce back and win six five in overtime. Crazy shit happens with the Leafs on a Saturday. So we just relying with the draw, staying off of the sides, and going with the both teams to score first period and the first period over. All right, first period, both teams to score and over first period for Alex here. Yeah, of course. Undoubtedly, Ryan O'Reilly's got to be a rocket bet in this game. Oh, oh, O'Reilly, auto parts. Absolutely, you got to go with Ryan O'Reilly here tonight. Uh, Former Leaf, briefly a former Leaf, only for second half of the season last year. Uh, But still, and plus, you know what I think, too, deep down inside? He got criticism from the media and some fans that he can't handle the pressure of Toronto, doesn't want the smoke. Can't handle the smoke playing in the pressure market of Toronto. That's why he bolted and signed with Nashville uh, in the offseason. Uh, he heard that. So yeah. I think he'd love nothing more than to go into Toronto tonight, do some damage here against the Leafs. And he did do damage against the Leafs in Nashville when they played uh, earlier this season already, the Predators and the Leafs. So it makes total sense. O'Reilly props in, tonight. In 27 games, he has 13 goals against Toronto Leafs. No doubt, yeah. So that's that's an obvious prop tonight, no question about that. And really for Nashville, uh, anyone that that's uh, Forsberg or O'Reilly or uh, Nyquist, um, Evangelista is starting to pick it up. Don't sleep on Yakov Trenin. I mean, you could go in a bunch of good directions, different directions for props for the uh, uh, Nashville Predators tonight uh, in this game. Um, you know, keep that in mind. Um, for the Leafs, it's been more of the big guns lately. You know, Matthews, Marner, uh, Neil- Marner stepped up. Nylander got on the board the other night. So we'll see how that goes. And again, they're still decimated on the blue line. Klingberg's done for the year. Lilligren's still nowhere close to coming back. Giordano's on IR. Uh, so they got to rely a lot on Connor Timmins, Max Lisbois, and Simon Benoit uh, on that blue line. So there's no wonder Brad Tree Living working the phones to upgrade that D right now for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Zach, what do you think here? Nashville, Toronto. Yeah, I'm liking Nashville in this one. Uh, they've been hot lately. I think the Leafs are going to struggle with Samson off the net. Um, kind of thinking on my second period, Leafs minus 0.5. I think they might come out a little slow. I think Nashville's going to get rolling, and then Leafs are going to claw back in the second, and we'll see what happens in the third. But so I'm going with my little second period minus 0.5 on the Leafs. Yeah, he has been. You know what? To be honest with you, that's a good point uh, in the chat there. Simone Benoit and Lajoie and Lagasin and some of these depth defensemen, they're not going to be able to play this consistently and well like for months on end. But right now they're given every ounce of what they've got, and they have definitely performed better than a lot of people think. And he's physical, Benoit in particular. He's throwing his weight around. He's been solid in his own zone. No mistakes, no turnovers, but not caught out of position. Just the little things. He's doing well on the defensive end of the ice right now for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, helping them even with all these injuries, this myriad deluge, if you will, of injuries they've got on the blue line. All right, Montreal-Buffalo. We've got uh, Buffalo minus 180, home favorite, 6.5 the total uh, in this game. I'm not laying a price of this magnitude with Buffalo. I'm actually trying to talk myself into Montreal 
uh, here in this game because this is not ever a price range where I'm thrilled to lay it with Buffalo, especially at home. We have seen this team, you know, not very good, I think, in this bigger favorite range uh, the few times we've seen them in it, especially at home. Now they're off a big win against Boston, 3-1, to one, but just consistency has just been not there for this team at all. I mean, that's been, that's why it's hard to wrap your head around laying minus 180 with the Buffalo Sabres tonight because stringing good performances uh, together has been uh, just a, 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 an exercise in futility for them. You know, and they were going to have to show it to me uh, before we uh, get on board with uh, that line of thinking. So, you know, you look at it for uh, Buffalo coming into this game. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking at the last few, uh, several games here. They beat uh, San Jose. They lose the next game. Uh, again, or they beat Chicago, they lose to Washington, they beat Pittsburgh, they lose to New Jersey, they beat the Rangers, they lose to St. Louis. That's been the pattern. Win one, lose one. They just cannot put two good games in a row together. So can't lay this price here with the um, Buffalo Sabres. And they've also, believe it or not, had some struggles lately with Montreal. Montreal's already gone to Buffalo this year, beat them 3-1. to one. Montreal's won four of the last five head-to-head meetings uh, between these teams. Three straight wins for Montreal in Buffalo. Uh, against the Sabres you know there'll be a shit ton of Habs fans there you know there always is uh so for me you know this is probably a hate to be fucking repetitive but dog and draw split yeah probably would be for me if I'm betting this game Montreal Buffalo uh, plus 150 for the Habs and probably looking the draw in that plus 360 range is what we're looking at with the draw here in this one Uh, Alex anything here Habs Sabres this is gonna be a pass for me on a on a big card tonight. I'm not gonna really kind of stretch around. I'm looking at first period overtrend with nothing sticking out, nothing sticking out here with the draw either. And like you said, I'd rather like to to back the Sabers uh, as a dog on the road rather than a big favorite at home. So it's a pass. Yeah. Now Montreal's no great shakes. We do want to point that right now. They've uh, struggled. Yeah. They get blanked by LA. LA's excellent though. They did beat Seattle at home. They almost beat Detroit at home too. So. Uh, you know, and on the road, if you look at it, the uh, the Canadians have actually played better on the road lately. That West Coast trip, Anaheim, San Jose, Columbus, they win three of those games. The only ones they lost were Boston and L.A. You know, no shame in either of those losses because obviously very good teams. So I think Montreal's live in this game. Whether they win is another story, but I think they're live. They're in it and have a chance, no doubt. Uh, all right, good stuff. Uh, Zach, uh, again, we, Zach, I think, might just be uh, audio only right now because I, I told him with his sciatic pain, if you feel you got to lay down and that, just uh, turn your uh, camera off. We'll get you with audio only. But, uh, Zach, what do you think here, Montreal Buffalo? Yeah, I'm just going for a little walk around the house because I get so stiff. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ride with the Canadians. I'm liking Montreal. I think Buffalo's inconsistent. They had a good game on the last one that they played. But – I'm going to ride with Montreal on the road here, just straight money line, sprinkle a little bit on that. But that's really it. I didn't look too much into this game. doesn't really interest me too much, but I think the Habs are going to have a good one tonight. Caden Primo, by the way, will get the start tonight in net for the Montreal Canadiens. So, again, they've still got three goaltenders on this team right now, Jake Allen and Caden Primo and, obviously, Samuel Montembeau. So, uh, I don't know. That's got to change at some point. There, there's a trade coming. So Montreal is trading a goaltender uh, away at some point here. Just a question of uh, which one. Uh, but Primo's usually getting a start every three or four games. Uh, you know, even though Montembeau and Allen see more uh, opportunities. Uh, Primo, th- the one thing that would concern me, though, is uh, 3.73 goals against 886 save percentage for um, Primo coming into this start here against uh, Buffalo tonight. So uh, we'll see how he fares here in this one. He's uh, showed some glimpses 
you know, a really strong play in that, but it hasn't always been uh, consistent. Uh, for props in this game, I say Dylan Cousins, uh, J.J. Paterka, you know, really hone in on those two guys because Cousins, Cousins is going to score at some point. This is insanity how many chances he's getting and the puck's not going in the last several games for him, but he's, he's doing the right things. He's getting the chances, he's playing hard. Like he always does. Eventually the puck's going to go in for Dylan cousins. And obviously Paterka has been their most consistent scorer, honestly, lately uh, for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. All right. Rangers and capitals. Uh, next up, we've got the uh, Rangers minus minus one eighty road favorite six, the total. This is my pass game of the night. I mean, I just, I don't want Washington. I don't, want anything to do with betting Washington right now. They've obviously uh, started to slide back down again uh, after that little hot streak they had, which is predictable. You knew they weren't going to keep that up. And sure enough, they have lost three in a row uh, since that win streak, Vegas, Arizona, and Dallas. Although they battled Dallas pretty tough, but ended up blowing a lead, losing in a shootout 5-4. Rangers are the better team. And you get the Rangers off a loss too, 6-2 against Ottawa. But I don't want to lay this price either with the Rangers. And they have a huge showdown with the LA Kings. One of the best in the East versus one of the best in the West head to head tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden. So not exactly a great, the greatest of spots to either endorse a number and price like this with the Rangers either. So pretty clear and easy pass for me here. Rangers Capitals tonight. Looks like as far as goaltending goes here in this game, we're looking at Charlie Lindgren back in net for Washington, which tells you all you need to know about how much they uh, like the way he's played compared to Darcy Kemper, who's been a lot more erratic. Um, we don't have confirmation yet for the Rangers, but projections of Shesterkin, which makes sense because I think um, Peter Laviolette would be crazy not to give Jonathan Quick the start against his old team, the LA Kings, tomorrow night. Uh, what do you think here, uh, Zach, uh, Rangers-Capitals? Uh, I'm going to go with the Rangers minus one and a half in this one. Uh, I don't think Washington's a very good hockey club, so that's kind of just where my head is at with that bet. Um, if Quick is getting the start, I like that. Last game I was betting on the Rangers, I thought Quick was getting the start and he didn't get it. So it kind of disappointed me because I like Jonathan Quick and he's been really good this year. So I think the only thing I'll probably do is a little minus one and a half on the Rangers on the road. I like the value for it. All right. Liking the Rangers minus one and a half. And John Massey, our guy, our resident Rangers uh, fan, knows his team well. He's saying tonight maybe the Rangers give up a few. Maybe not win the game. Uh, maybe not Washington win the game. But Washington score a couple of goals. Well, they did against uh, Dallas the other night. They scored four goals. So Washington team total over for uh, John Massey. And again, I, I wanted to put that up on the screen because he's a Rangers fan. He sees this team every single game, every single time they take the ice. So uh, his Rangers op game opinions matter uh, more than the most. So Washington team total over two and a half here. Uh, for um, I, That's not bad. It's a cheap number, cheap price. Uh, and they did score four against Dallas. And the Rangers do have a bigger game on deck tomorrow night against the L.A. Kings. So definitely things to keep in mind. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? New York and Washington. Well, I'm thrilled to see that it's going to be Sturkin starting uh, in this game, most likely, which means that we'll be getting quick tomorrow for Rangers against Kings. That's going to be an absolute fun game to watch. This one may not be as entertaining, but I think we see goals here. Uh, I'm taking a shot of the over six. Uh, there's some five and a halfs around. If you've seen a five and a half, I would suggest grabbing a little bit now and then waiting to try to grab plus money for a large. So maybe go 20% now and then and then 80% uh, once the game starts and get that, that plus price if you have a five and a half. If you have a six, 
five or six now at a price. I think that's fine. Also liking both teams to score in the first period, plus 175. That's a good number. Especially combine that with first period over one and a half, it just minus 120 at Caesar. So I'm going with those three. And I'm going to take a, a small shot for the Rangers in regulation. Got plus 110. I think this game, uh, like I said, Capitals, they'll, they'll hang around early, but I think the Rangers will kind of pull away a little bit late. Maybe get an empty net goal. So maybe this is one of those puck line kind of games too. We can sprinkle a little. We don't play those too much because you see teams. I don't know if you saw that a couple of nights ago. More missed empty nets. It's like five yep. years now with this trend of these teams that just can't find the empty net. Where's Tristan Jari when you need him? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, let's yeah, get I'm Tristan gonna... Jari to score a goal or uh, last year Linus Allmark. Right. Let's get them to score. Exactly. Yeah, team. you got goalies. You got goalies scoring, but you got you know regular skaters that can't find it to the back of the net. It's infuriating when you have when you have need an over. Sometimes it's infuriating. But uh, I digress. We'll go with Rangers relation. First period over one and a half minus one twenty. Both teams are scoring the first period plus one seventy five. That's at that online, and we're also going to go with the over six. Yeah, it happens sometimes, Benjamin. It's true. Alex with more bets in a game than Ian. Yeah, it does happen every now and then. <laughs> it's rare. Not often, it's rare, but it doesn't. <laughs> rarely, but it does happen here with this uh, Rangers and uh, Capitals game. All right, we go from one New York team to another. L.A. Kings, New York Islanders. We've got the uh, Kings minus one forty five road favorites. Six the total shaded to the under. Um, this is a worrisome spot for me for L.A. They just got the record for most consecutive road wins to start a season in NHL history. They've got the record, regardless of what happens here. I don't trust them to have their best effort. If there's ever a night where they're going to just be lethargic, it might be tonight here against the uh, Islanders. I don't want the L.A. Kings tonight. But I also still don't really want to go against that undefeated mark, and especially with a team like the Islanders, man. No, not, not interested. Not interested. Just not good enough in my opinion, even after they bombed Columbus the other night. Um, I still don't fully trust this group. They have totally changed their MO and their DNA, uh, if you will. They're all offense, no defense right now. It's crazy. Like, they're actually scoring a lot of goals right now, uh, the New York Islanders, but they continue to have some issues uh, as far as keeping the puck out of their net uh, at the moment, the Islanders, uh, and it continues uh, day in, day out, game in and game out. So, for me, this is a... Um, this is maybe a lean to the draw, but I don't know if I'll bet it. I certainly don't want either side. I don't want the Kings in this spot after getting the record and with the Rangers on deck, big game tomorrow night. And I don't want the Islanders at all uh, either, uh, even though the spot's probably in their favor tonight. Um, I'm going to go with the over here just because I think this is a night the Kings staunch defense maybe takes, not the night off, but, you know, I, Look, the Ranger game tomorrow night's huge. I could see them, you know, really not as focused, not as locked in defensively tonight. The LA Kings in this game against the Islanders, uh, even with Cam Talbot. I'm actually surprised Cam Talbot's in net. I thought Cam would be in net against the Rangers. I don't know what McClellan's doing there. I like what Laviolette's doing with Quick against his old team. Rangers are one of Talbot's old teams. Would you not want Talbot to start tomorrow night? But Talbot's in net tonight. For the uh, Kings, which means maybe it's Copley tomorrow night, which to me, again, makes zero sense. And I like Todd. Todd's done a hell of a job. Todd, Todd's a good coach, but I got to call him out for this one. This, this to me, makes zero sense not using Talbot tomorrow night, unless they're going to throw Talbot in back-to-back, -back, but that's highly unlikely. Uh, Ilya Sorokin in net for the Islanders, and, you know, he hasn't been as good this year, 3.19 goals against, 9-11 save percentage, but I think it's more the defense is awful in front of him compared to what it's been the last couple of years, more than Sorokin is not playing as well. So uh, don't fight it. 
Islanders are an over machine right now. Continue to go over the total every single recent game. So that's what I'm looking at. And I'm going to, there's a five and a half in a couple of books right now. And that's what I'm going to look at. Mostly sixes, but shop around. I see five and a half at uh, points bet, five and a half at FanDuel, five and a half at bet 99 and a couple other places with this total. Shop around. You can get five and a half with this total. And that's what I'm looking at over five and a half here, Kings and Islanders. Uh, Zach, what do you like here? LA Kings, New York Islanders. Yeah, I'm not really sure to be 100% honest. I'm kind of siding with you a little bit that LA's got the record. You know, maybe they're going to come out a little flat. Islanders have been a little wonky this year. You said they're scoring at a higher rate, letting up a lot of goals. So I think I'm going to go with the first period over. I think, uh, And then I'm probably going to even go just a little bit money line first period on the Kings. I don't know how the rest of the game is going to pan out, but just going to stick with a couple first period bets on this one, I think. All right, good stuff. And like I said, I like over five and a half here in this one. I want, let me see what the series history. I would been. even maybe even go towards over a six. Yeah. LA yeah, is scoring a lot too, man. I think yeah, LA, well, LA there if they're not the highest scoring team in the NHL. Yeah. LA is improved offensively this year, though. There's no question. Uh, we'll see if that, that has continues. Has Blah been doing anything there? I haven't really been following too much. He has been quiet. He's been a little quieter lately, uh, Dubois. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay because, you know, and speaking of props, you got to go with the hot hand here for L.A. Quinton Byfield, man, he's been absolutely tearing he it up. What a beauty. Oh, man, what a goal. What a beautiful end-to-end rush goal he scored against Montreal the other night. It was yeah, an absolute man. thing of beauty. And his player prop goal, I got on bet 365 at plus 320 for any time goal. That's pretty good value with how he's been playing. Wait, no, 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 no kidding. The way he's playing right now, four goals in the last three games, five points in the last three games uh, for Quinton Byfield. The man has arrived, folks. This was a first-round talent, first-round pick, and people were starting to say, oh, what's going on? Why is it so slow as development? Well, they're not complaining anymore. Uh, sometimes it just you got to be patient, like with Lafreniere in New York. you got to be patient yep. uh, sometimes with these guys. Uh, and right now they are uh, – Quinton Byfield has got his confidence back, and credit to McClellan. He's put him with – top-line players, top-line minutes with Kopitar and Kempe, and that's really accelerated his progress as well. Uh, so that's why I like Todd as a coach. What I don't like about Todd as a coach is why the fuck is Talbot in tonight? When he's maybe gonna, he's gonna, just going to ride him two in a row. Which would yeah, maybe these, unless Talbot's going to play back-to-back, Zach. Maybe, I, I maybe Copley's happen. something's going on with him where he's not playing regardless. You just never really know these days, you know? No, you don't. That's true. You don't. Maybe there's an injury or an illness. Look, the illness is going around. Maybe there's an illness for Copley. Yeah, just something small, and they're thinking they'll get days off after these two in a row. Who knows? I mean, I'm I'm not complaining because I'm looking at betting the Rangers tomorrow. So I personally like the way that this is lined up. (laughs) There you go. All right. What do you think here, though, for, uh, for this one, Alex? Kings Islanders. Yeah, with this game, I you know I definitely like to look with the over at six. Uh, definitely like in the first period over two, there's actually a trend six and three, the last nine, uh, and these, these two teams meeting to the first period over. So those are things that would play a bit small and I'm going to go back to the well on this. I, I hit it earlier this week with the Kings, uh, needed a miracle to get it. I don't think it was going to be as dramatic this time, but I'm going with that correct score. I'm going three, three again at, pl- at plus 1300, but I'm also going to even sprinkle a little bit on four, four correct scores, 60 minutes. Plus twenty seven hundred. 
I think we could see this one go back and forth and get out of hand. This could be one of those games that finds itself kind of going in the OT. So with that being said, I'm also on the draw here. I grabbed that at plus 340. Make sure to shop around and at least get three to one odds or higher on your overtimes. I'm seeing uh, Ben and GM in a couple places dealing 290 uh, on the draw. So do not do that. Never shortchange yourself. Always go plus 300 or higher whenever you're betting on a regulation draw. So we're doing the regulation draw. We're taking a couple of correct score shots at 3-3 and 4-4 tie. And then we're also going with the full game and first period overs. Yeah, exactly. For me, it's just another Islanders draw. We're going to go with that small bet. Nothing on the side, just a small draw and over five and a half for me uh, in this one with uh, Kings and uh, Islanders. And byfield props, of course. Got to go that direction. He has just been, like I say, uh, sensational here the last few games for the um LA Kings. And again, credit to Todd McClellan, putting him with two of the best players on the team. That's a big, big, played a big hand and a big role in getting him going. No question about that. All right. Next up, we've got the old school uh, Central Division rivalry here. St. Louis Blues, Chicago Blackhawks uh, down at the Madhouse on Madison. Uh, we've got uh, St. Louis minus 130 road favorites, six the total uh, here in this game. Back to back for the Blues. After uh, really a bad game, well, not a bad game because look, you gotta, I gotta tip my cap to Jet Greaves and uh, playing solid last night. Faced forty-three St. Louis shots, played well. Uh, they really helped him out as well. I thought they made life a little easier on him, made sure he could see the puck. But he had to make a couple of really big time saves too, and give him credit um, and give Columbus credit uh, with a, again the fl- illness going through their team, and they managed to still uh, end up winning that game. Uh, 5-2 last night against St. Louis. Now it's a back-to-back situation for the Blues here. Uh, let me just take a quick quick glance here at St. Louis's track record this year on a back-to-back. Uh, they had a back-to-back October 26 and 27. They lost the second of the back-to-back there. They had a back-to-back November 3 and 4. They did win the back-to-back there in that one. Uh, they did win the back-to-back in November 18-19, L.A. and Anaheim. Um, so actually they're two and one on a back-to-back this year, the blues in three situations like this. That being said, Chicago, and, uh, we've started to notice this with them lately. Their best efforts have been on home ice. Really, uh, the Buffalo game, they barely lost. They beat Toronto. They lost to St. Louis at home a few weeks ago. Uh, but they beat Seattle after that lost to Nashville in a shootout, uh, earlier this week game that they could have won. It was pretty even. And then they should get the one, nothing shutout against the Anaheim Ducks uh, in their last home game. So, you know, with this being a back-to-back on the road for the Blues and um, Chicago playing at least better competitive hockey, winning some games at least a little bit here at home lately, Morozik in net, uh, a stunning shutout for him against Anaheim the other night. We'll see if he can back it up with another good performance. I think it's safe to say that even though Morozik is hit or miss, we don't always know what we're going to get from him. He had really struggled before that shutout against Anaheim. He's still superior to Soderblom right now for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. So I, I lean Chicago here. I haven't bet it yet. Not sure I will, but I lean that way. Blackhawks here is a small home underdog. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Blues, Blackhawks. Yes, yeah, so you mentioned that Peter Morazic started tonight. That means Arvid Soderblom is starting tomorrow night at 6 o'clock on a Sunday against the Washington Capitals. Bet that accordingly. Uh, we're going with the Hawks tonight, plus 110. We're going with uh, both teams that score in the first period, plus 160, and we're going with that first period over one and a half, we're laying in the dollar thirty. Uh, you could wait and grab that plus uh, money uh, if you are, you know, betting stuff live, or you can grab that beforehand. One thirty is the, the cutoff point there, so anything one thirty or better, bet it now. Otherwise, you see something a little higher, wait and grab that again. 
All right, like in Chicago and like in those first period over and both teams' looks in the uh, first period as well uh, with the uh, Blues and the Blackhawks. Zach, what do you think here, St. Louis, Chicago? Yeah, I'm also liking the Hawks as well today. Um, I'm also going to take them scoring the first 10 minutes of the game. I like that. Um, I'm not oh, sure what good. the total is on this one, but Six. I don't know if it's going to be crazy high scoring, to be honest. I think it's going to come out hot and then kind of everyone's going to settle in and it's going to be a slow game. But I also like uh, Connor Bedard put a little tiny bit on first goal of the game. Superstars like to do that at home, so he's becoming one. Yeah, no doubt about that. So that's I think you can get that goal. at like plus 900. Yeah, you'll get probably, I was about to say, probably <clears throat> 9, 10 to 1 uh, ballpark uh, estimate as to what you would probably get on a Connor Bedard first goal prop in this game. So, yeah, it's about right. 9, 10 to 1 for uh, Connor Bedard, the first goal uh, of the uh, game tonight for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, yeah, for me, it's, you know, nothing on the total. And for me, just a little little bit of a lean here toward the uh, Chicago uh, Blackhawks here uh, in this one. All right, next up, we go to the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. Uh, it's Philadelphia taking on Colorado. Uh, we've got the Avalanche minus 200, home favorites, six the total here in this one. Um, I'm telling you what, I cashed a ticket against Colorado uh, at home in their last game against the Winnipeg Jets, a 4-2 win uh, for Winnipeg. Uh, this they put the win in Winnipeg. Essentially, there's a banged up Colorado team uh, right now. There is no question about that. Um, Val Nachushkin day to day. They've obviously without uh, still Gerard Lackanen is out. Landeskog's done. Um, you know we'll see if he's back, but he's got the illness going. We'll see if he comes back. They did get Kale McCarr back in the game against um, uh, Winnipeg uh, the other night, but still ended up losing. Uh, I just don't want to lay this kind of a price right now uh, with Colorado. Uh, as shorthanded as they are, and especially with Philadelphia playing some really good hockey at the moment. Let's give the Flyers credit. John Tortorella was right. He said like a few games ago, we do stupid shit. We do things that are frustrating and not the right way to play, but we got balls, he said, after one of those games last. They do. Uh, he's right. They they play hard. They don't, they, they, they don't, they rarely take nights off. They rarely take shifts off. And this has been a great run for them. Six and four in the last 10 uh, they've won three straight games against twice against Pittsburgh, 4-1 win against what had been a surging Arizona team uh, in their last game. Uh, they're playing really well. What's uh, the reason for that is, you know, th they're getting good goaltending from Hart and Harrison. The defensive play has been saw. The penalty kill has been really good. They've given up one power play goal in the last nine games, the Philadelphia Flyers. So that's going to go a long way to helping you out here going into this one tonight. Uh uh, as far as winning games and they're getting contributions from multiple um, multiple people in their lineup right now. Tyson Forster has been big. Konechny all season has been solid. Owen Tippett, um, Joel Farabee, uh, you go on down the list. They've got multiple people helping them out offensively at the moment uh, for the Flyers. So um, I don't love the idea of betting against Colorado off a loss at home and playing at home again. Uh, but, these flyers are nothing for me at this price uh, in this game with the way they're playing here. And keep in mind too, when you look at the head-to-head uh, -head matchups here, uh, Philly and they split the two meetings last year. Philly won five-three at home. The game in Colorado was very close. In fact, the Flyers outshot the uh, Avs twenty-eight twenty-five last year when these teams played at uh, Ball Arena. Even though it was a three-two win for Colorado, so uh, they've been tough on Colorado. So this would be a dog and or draw look for me in this game and the draw by the way i should point out 
for Philly has been just really strong lately. Four of their last six games have gone past regulation. So Flyers plus draw for me uh, in this one. Alex, what do you think here? Flyers, abs. Yeah, I am definitely on the draw in this spot. And I would lean toward Philly. It's tough for me to get there. I'm seeing plus 155 to plus 160. I could have grabbed 180, 185 last night. Shout out to Pearl of Wisdom. Uh, he was on a, a show a stream last night and actually talked about this game when uh, I think he grabbed plus 185 or plus 190 last night. So, uh, you know, if you can't, you know, obviously if you aren't looking at overnights, you can't grab it. So you don't worry about it. But for me, I feel like I'm missing that 25 cents of value. And that would be the point where I'd be looking to bet. Like I said, it's hard to fade Colorado, especially at home and off of a loss. But that would be the price range in which I would do it. So I'm slightly getting priced out of this money line. But I'm looking around at some of the books. And this is kind of just a betting strategy here with this game. ESPN bet, which is, of course was formerly Barstool Sportsbook, they have plus 170, which is the highest price I've seen right now. So if you're in a state that offers ESPN bet, maybe you don't have an account with them. Maybe today, today's the day to open one and you can use one of their boosts or something on that plus 170. So that's just something uh, to kind of look for when we talk about with these new books and the new market, some of these betting boosts. You want to try and identify certain things to bet on. So maybe this would be a, a good uh, excuse to open up an account there and grab the highest and best of the number, and you can use some kind of a boost, whatever they offer, uh, to bet on this game. So I'm taking the draw, but that was just just a little thought that I had looking at some of the better prices uh, on the market. Yeah, the draw, again, is uh, really – I'm looking at – I'm going to – actually, I've brought it up, Philadelphia's uh, season results to this point. I am going to go through every road game that they've played since October 21st, and it's impressive because their overall road record – Entering tonight is eight, four, and one. So it's a pretty good road record for a team we don't think is that great, Philadelphia, but they're eight, four, and one uh, on the road. Here's what they've done on the road this year at Dallas, lost in overtime, could have won that game. In fact, they led in that game and they blew a lead. Five, four, they lost in overtime. At Vegas, three, two, and they had a lead in that game, and Vegas scored in the final minute. It was a bet cast night for us. Could have won that game against uh, Vegas as well. Right there, lost by one. At Buffalo, they won 5-1. At uh, L.A., they won 4-2 against the Mighty Kings on the road. At, at Carolina, they win 3-1. Um, at um, Pittsburgh, 4-3. I mean, against really good teams on the road this year, the Philadelphia Flyers have either won or they've lost barely. Like by one goal to Vegas on the road. One goal at Dallas in overtime. So look at that track record for the Philadelphia Flyers on the road against quality competition, quality foes. It's been impressive, that body of work. Uh, We'll see if they can continue that trend and give Colorado a game here tonight. All right, next up, we've got Carolina and Vancouver. Uh, We've got uh, Carolina minus 130, uh, road favorites, uh, six and a half the total here in this game, Canes and Canucks. Uh, I'm going to look to Vancouver here. I mean, I just there's something off with Carolina right now. Carolina just... They could win this game, Carolina, clearly, obviously. But Carolina's not playing at the level right now where, in my opinion, I've got that where they're not playing at a level where I sh- I, I don't have them as road favorites in this game at, right now. I've got this closer to pick them. In fact, I'd go maybe Vancouver minus 110 to minus 115 uh, in this game. That's about where I had this game. Not Carolina minus 130 road favorites here against uh, Vancouver. Remember, Carolina... Again, that game, they blew the 2-0 lead and lost to Calgary uh, on uh, Thursday night, 3-2. Uh, 
in that game, they were minus 130 or so road favorites, minus 135 against Calgary. Well, Vancouver's better than Calgary right now. You know, so to me, this price is just a little off the mark. To me, Carolina's not a team that I would put as a minus 130 road favorite. I would not install them at that price uh, against the Vancouver Canucks. So I like Vancouver just based on the value, just based on the price. Uh, plus 110, they got back on track after beating uh, – after losing to Minnesota, uh, New Jersey, rather, in the Hughes Bowl, they got back on track, shutting out Minnesota 2-0 in their last game. Now, they have been win-loss, win-loss, win-loss their last 10 games. They have, they've had a harder time stringing two wins in a row together. But I think that can end tonight. There's a crisis of confidence at the moment with Carolina, an embarrassment against Edmonton. Yes, they had the better start against Calgary on the back-to-back after Rod Brindamore ripped them in the interview with TNT and post-game after that Edmonton game, and then they just cannot hold the lead. There are problems right now with Carolina, and more importantly, their big guns are nowhere to be found. Ajo's been quiet. Tara Vinen is in a slump. Jarvis has had a disappointing year. Nothing at all from Svechnikov. We talked about that the other day. Um, so I like Vancouver here, plus 110 uh, in this one. Alex, uh, Hurricanes, Canucks. Yeah, I'm definitely on Vancouver. Like I said, this is, uh, I think, the, a, the wrong price, wrong team favorite. Uh, without question, Canucks are in much better form right now, uh, playing well at, at home. And I, I get where you know, Canucks have struggled historically against the Canes, but there's been some close games there as well. In fact, three of the last six meetings have gone uh, past regulation. So this is one where I'd maybe do the old Ian Cameron go with a, a dog and draw split. So uh, I'll take the draw here with, along with Vancouver. Yeah, I, I don't mind that uh, whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, for me, as far as props go, Talked about the, the usual suspects, but it's, yeah, Rich H is right. Right now you got, and I bet him the other night against um, Minnesota, he got one of their goals. Niels Hoaglander is really in the good books of Rick Tockett right now. He loves this kid's game. He loves this kid's motor, the work ethic. He goes to the front of the net to score goals. He's consistently gotten more ice time, a promotion up the lineup. Uh, he's now getting like 15 minutes a game. This is a guy that got 9, 10, 11 minutes uh, per game, time on ice early in the season he's now getting 14 15 minutes a game and he has scored now in back-to-back games for the vancouver canucks niels hoaglander uh getting goals against both new jersey and uh, minnesota so uh, he's a great bet as far as i'm concerned that's the best value bet tonight on the board for vancouver uh this guy has gotten the chances galore goals in back-to-back games upwards of plus 400 uh, at patano uh, to score a goal tonight for Vancouver. So uh, excellent, excellent uh, value look there. Nils Hoaglander tonight uh, for the Canucks. Uh, what do you think here, Zach? Uh, Carolina, Vancouver. I'm leaning, uh, leaning towards the under, I think, in this one. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think he said, I don't know what's going on with Carolina. I had him to win against the Flames the other night just because I figured after Brendamore ripped him, they'd bounce back, and it seemed like they kind of did, and then peed it down their leg in the third. So... I'm just going to lean towards the under in this one because I think one of the two goalies is going to play well and someone's going to get out to the lead and then they'll kind of coast to victory. So, And decent value at under 6.5 for plus 105. I know it's the end of Carolina's road trip and all that, but that's just kind of where my heart's at. All right, under. Uh, you know, as, rare, uh, a rare bet for me. I don't bet. As my guy Cam under. Stewart says, my good buddy, uh, keep digging, keep digging in the Undertaker <laughs> voice. Or not the Undertaker, Paul Bearer voice. Uh, Undertaker's manager, yeah, Paul. Bear, keep digging uh, under uh, as far as uh, this game for, and I could see that. Um, now Demko is likely to be in net, and he's a good bounce back goalie. He didn't play yeah. great against New Jersey in the Hughes Bowl, but they didn't play great for him either. 
uh, that night. But I could see Demko getting back on track with a much-needed uh, good performance tonight. Ronta is projected for Carolina, and I haven't liked what I've seen from him uh, the last several starts. So that's definitely an advantage for Vancouver if Ronta versus Demko uh, ends up being your goaltending matchup here in this game tonight. All right, we have reached the final game of this massive Saturday card, the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the Seattle Kraken. Uh, we've got Tampa Bay minus 130 uh, road favorites. Uh, the total in this game, uh, currently six shaded to the over uh, between these two teams. Um, this is an interesting game because we know Seattle's just in an absolutely horrible, horrendous funk right now. No question about that. They have been struggling mightily, uh, and it's been everything. It's been consistent defensive play. It's been special teams. It's been goal-scoring problems at times. But I think more so it's been their defensive play and their goaltending uh, lately and not enough offense at times. And lately now the offense has been the issue. You know, at, at the start of this six-game losing streak against Vancouver, Chicago, Toronto, defense and goaltending was an issue. Defense and goaltending played a little bit better the last three games, and now they can't score. Scored three goals in the last three games, Seattle. So all kinds of problems right now for them going into this game. Um, so it's not easy to back to Seattle right now. But at the same time, you look at um, that game against New Jersey for the Seattle Kraken, and we saw a Seattle team that uh, played one of their best games in a while, deserved a better fate, should have won that game, quite honestly, uh, against the uh, uh, New Jersey Devils the other night. They badly outplayed the Devils. I thought they deserved a better fate than that. Uh, should have won the game. Schmid was just immense in the third period, and it ended up being a, a two-to-one win for the New Jersey Devils. But I saw signs from the um, New, uh, from the Seattle Kraken that maybe they're about to see the light at the end of this dark tunnel of this losing streak. If they play anything like that against the, the way they did against New Jersey tonight, they got a chance to break the slump, uh, in my opinion. I'm going to take a shot, Seattle here, plus 110. To end the streak, because I just don't – you talk about you can't trust Seattle right now. Can you really trust Tampa Bay on the road? Can you lay a no. price for Tampa Bay on the road right now? The road record's been brutal. We talked about it the other day. Four and ten now on the road for this team. I mean, just absolutely horrendous play from the Tampa Bay Lightning away from home. Horrendous. So I'm not laying a price with this team on the road. Seattle has anything like the effort they put in against New Jersey. They're winning this hockey game tonight. They're going to – Bump the snump, bump the slump, get off the schneid if they play like that once again. So Seattle plus 110. I'm going to say the slump ends tonight for the Seattle crack. And uh, Alex, what do you think here? Tampa Bay, Seattle. Yeah, I hope you're right. Uh, I would love to see Seattle go on a nice run and start getting some wins here and, uh, you know, kind of get back into the form that we were expecting at the beginning of the year. But I'm keeping this simple. I'm going with both teams to score in the first period, plus 160 and first period over. One and a half lane, 130. I think we see some goals here. We've seen that history in five meetings with these two teams. Three of them have gone over in the first period. And like I said, the Lightning, the troubles have been in goal. Vasilevsky has been hit or miss at times. We've seen him turn into a brilliant vintage Vasilevsky performance, but then uh, have that clunker of a game, the, the start before. And Seattle, like I said, same thing. We've been getting questionable goaltending there. So uh, I could see where this game settles down later, but we definitely get some offense early. So. Goals on uh, the first period, first period over, and both teams score. All right, first period, both teams to score. Uh, and what was the other one? Over, Oh, just over in the first period, right? Over one and a half, yep. All right, there you go. So first period over, both teams to score, first period for Alex with Lightning and Kraken. Zach, last game on the board. What do you like, Tampa Bay, Seattle? 
I'm with you, and I think Seattle's gonna gonna get the win. Figure out a way to get a win tonight. Uh, they totally outperformed the Devils in the third the other night. A couple posts saved them, so I think they're gonna be flying. And like you said, Lightning have been pretty inconsistent. Don't think they've been great on the road. So, I'm gonna ride the the Kraken tonight. There we go. Release the Kraken. There we go. go get Seattle back in the win column again. Very disheartening for a team that I know Alex and I both thought could be sleeper uh, in the uh, Western Conference Stanley Cup hunt, and instead they've been asleep, uh, not a sleeper. But uh, definitely I think when you look at tonight, it's a good chance. And I know we're going to see Vassy Vasilevsky, and he's played great the last two starts. But those were at home against Dallas and Pittsburgh. On the road, he's still been a little shaky, uh, Vasilevsky, since he's been back. Um, probably Grubauer for Seattle. We'll see. And for props in this game, Barre Boulay scored the other uh, night. You know, it reminds me of that freaking Prince song whenever I hear his name. Alex Barre Boulay. He'll score a goal from a second-hand shot. Alex Barre Boulay. There we go. Reminds me of that song. Raspberry Beret. Uh, nice. That song <laughs> that, that reminds me of. But Alex Barre Boulay. Uh, I think he might be worth a shot here as far as uh, goal props tonight uh, in this game. And then, of course, for Seattle, I'm going to go back to the well with Ty Cartier, who scored uh, for them uh, the other night against New Jersey, I believe. Uh, and he's playing on the top line and not exactly getting priced appropriately with uh, Maddie Beneers and Jordan Eberle uh, for the uh, Seattle Kraken. So uh, definitely um, liking uh, that prop for uh, Cartier again tonight for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Great stuff. What a show. We appreciate everyone joining us. Hit the like button if you haven't done so already. 240 live viewers. Before we get to Bargain Bin Special of the Night and the Best Bet segment, we do want to remind you we've got our Tuesday, our only live betcast for the month of December coming up on Tuesday night, December the 12th. There it is on screen, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Our only, our, this is going to be like an Ice Guys Christmas party as well. Not only a live betcast. This is going to be our Christmas party, Tuesday, December 12th. Uh, it's a great night of hockey that night. So join us for our final live betcast of 2023 uh, on Tuesday, December the 12th, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you join us. And again, DM or email either Alex or I uh, for a spot on the betcast, and we will send you the link uh, for the betcast. Uh, before it begins so excited for that tuesday night our final ice guys live betcast uh for the year uh looking forward to that and again uh patreon.com slash ice guys all the content there including the daily card and player props just ten dollars a month uh, and again the ice guys store iceguys.myspreadshop.com uh you're running out of time and if you want to get that merch before christmas day and be able to put it under the tree for your special person uh, that's now's the time to get involved with the Ice Guys store, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Yeah, absolutely. And they did unlock it. Thanks, uh, thanks to Spreadshop. We do have 15% off for the next couple of days as well. So if you're doing your last minute shopping, you want it under the tree before Christmas, now's the time to act. Iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Click on the button at the top of the screen once you get to the page, hit redeem, you automatically get 15%. Uh, coupon added to your cart and you can get whatever you want we got everything that's fully in stock right now so definitely check that out also if you're looking for the skinner shirts the uh, limited edition toques the limited edition hoodies all of that you can find at our twitter account uh the underscore ice guys that link that is pinned at the top of the page that will take you to the secondary store with the limited edition merch so don't miss out you want to order that stuff now so you can have it in time for all of this there you go. Check it out, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. All right, what an encore for us to try to follow up yesterday 
with the bargain bin special of the night, a 2-0 sweep with Adam Fantilli and Evan Bouchard. What have we got for an encore? Not easy to follow that up, but we will attempt to. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you first. What do you got for your Saturday bargain bin special? Yeah, we're going to head to the west side of Chicago. You got the Blues and Blackhawks, and there's some lineup changes. We don't know who's all going to be slotted in, but we know that Kevin Korchinski is out dealing with a, a family issue. We also know that Ryan Donato's got a flu bug. Luke Richardson sent him home for practice to make sure he wouldn't get anybody else sick. So that's a huge importance. So with that being said, we might see some things shaking around. I'm going with Nick Foligno, who arguably I'm hoping the Hawks extend him and make him a captain. Uh, love this guy's play, and I love what he's done with all the young guys around in that, in that lineup, in that locker room. You can grab him at DraftKings plus 310 to get a goal tonight. So that's uh, Nick Foligno, anytime goal, plus 310 for the Hawks as they take on the Blues. That's my bargain special tonight. All right, excellent stuff. There it is. Uh, Nick Foligno, plus 310, Chicago Blackhawks. He has played well for them. He's given them uh, everything, little grit, little physical, stick up for teammates. He'll chip in offensively. Uh, he'll be a great leader and mentor in the dressing room. Yes. Uh, it's exactly what they were hoping for from Nick Foligno, and he's delivered it uh, for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Zach, you had a winner in your first time on this show uh, a couple Saturdays ago with Mason Marchment for your bargain bin special. What do you got for us today? Uh, I'm going to go with the hot hand, uh, Connor Zari, for any time goal scorer. I got him at plus 325 on bet 365. Probably could find a little higher value on some different sites, but uh, yeah, I think that's who I'm going to go with. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game, and it kind of seems like he's – becoming one of the flames hot hands so all right i like it connor zary for the calgary flames uh as far as uh, the way he's playing right now he's been great scored the last game of course as well against uh, carolina uh, in the comeback win so uh yeah you can find upwards of plus 350 at FanDuel right now with uh, connor zary uh, to find the uh, back of the back of the net so really good price there uh, with him to uh, get on the uh, board tonight. My uh, bargain bin special of the night, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of good choices. Lots and lots of good choices here on this uh, slate for me uh, tonight on this card. But I'm going to go back to Carolina, Vancouver, and I'm going to see if I can hit lightning in a bottle with this uh, guy once again after he scored the other night. He scored in back-to-back -back games right now for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. We'll see if he can find the back of the net here once again tonight. Niels Hoaglander, Vancouver Canucks, uh, absolutely terrific value, scored in back-to-back -back games. You can get him at plus 400 at FanDuel right now to find the back of the net tonight. So Niels Hoaglander, Vancouver Canucks, plus 400 to find the back of the net tonight. Uh, that is going to be my bargain bin special of the night uh, here in this one. Uh, by the way, can we stop? given Boston uh, all the, or Arizona all the penalties here in this game so far? No, they can't get into any flow. I mean, what Boston's a, a an angel team out there. They can't do anything wrong. I mean, I've got this game on, and I'm seeing Arizona in the penalty box the whole damn period. Like, come on. Let's even this shit out. It's ridiculous. And, and yet but, no goals. Boston's not doing anything wrong out there. Uh, they just went up one nothing. Yeah, one nothing Boston. Uh, there, one nothing. But, uh, oh, yeah. So that's they've been in the penalty box the whole period. But I digress. Uh, so here we go. We've got, let's recap, Nick Foligno for the Alex B. Smith bargain bin special. Uh, we've got um, uh, Connor Zary for Zach with his bargain bin. And mine is going to be uh, Nils Hoaglander uh, for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. All right, best bets to wrap it up for this Saturday edition of the show. Alex, what do you like for best bet? Yeah, for the best bet, we're actually heading to the Motor City. 
We're going with the Ottawa Senators, Detroit Red Wings. First period, both teams to score plus 135. This should be an absolute barn burner and a fun one to watch. Tons of offense expected and uh, expecting it early. So let's go Sens, Wings. First period, both teams score plus 135. That's my Saturday best bet. All right, there we go. And that's a good one. It's actually a bet I'll be on as well. Uh, that first period, both teams to score with uh, Ottawa and Detroit. Uh, best bet for uh, Alex B. Smith. Uh, Zach? Zach Urban, again, a great job in his second uh, stint on the Ice Guys show. Zach, what do you like for uh, best bet? Uh, I'm going Toronto Maple Leafs and Nashville Predators with both teams to score in the first. All right, there we go. Predators, Leafs, another both teams to score in the first period for uh, best bet. I like for, those uh, bets. Yeah, exactly. And good plus money uh, with them. So Nashville, Toronto, first period, both teams to score uh, for Zach uh, in that game. Uh, my best bet for this um, Saturday card, um, it's, it's it's a tough one to really pick out a best bet. There's a lot I like here uh, on this uh, Saturday slate. Uh, let's see what we'll go with here. I'm going to go with uh, Ottawa-Detroit uh, as well, but I'll go full game over with that. Uh, Ottawa-Detroit over 6.5, minus 130, minus 135. Series history is screams over. Detroit's lighting it up right now, trending over. Ottawa started to get some offense going again, uh, and I expect uh, a bunch of goals once again tonight with those two teams. So sends Red Wings over six and a half for my best bet for this Saturday card. It's uh, Samsonov in that, Mike, someone in the chat. Yeah, Ilya Samsonov's the goalie tonight for Toronto, back from his uh, illness uh, absence. So it's uh, Ilya Samsonov in that game for the Leafs. All right, great stuff. That wraps up this edition of the Saturday uh, Ice Guys show. We appreciate it very much. Hit the like button on the way out. Uh, and a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. Zach, final words from you uh, before we wrap it up. I'm excited to watch some hockey today. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on again. Hopefully I can hit some bets today. And we appreciate you playing through some significant pain. Yeah. You know, doing what all us hockey guys do. Uh, we're under the weather. Uh, we still find a way to get through it. That's exactly what I did these last few weeks. I felt like yep. a bag of shit some days and uh, <laughs> still ended up uh, powering through. Uh, Got to get these shows done. Got to get the content out there uh, for the masses. So great stuff, Zach, once again. For Alex B. Smith, Zach Urban, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the ice guys.